0: i
1: The NPC's weekly What are you playing for March 7th, 2020? My name is Travis and I'm joined by Dan. Hello. Kyle. What's up? And Preston. Hello. Good evening, gents.
0: Hi. What's up? Haven't seen you in a while. You okay? I'm alright. Alright, good.
1: I exist. Busy. Life. Video games. Sure. I totally believe you. (laughs) This time. Yeah. No, this time, legitimately.
2: I believe you. Yeah. How about we switch it up then and start with you? What were you done. playing this week?
1: I beat Link's Awakening, finally.
2: Holy shit.
3: Yeah, it's done.
2: It's been like how many months?
0: Since I, I know, one. I know, I know, <laughs> I <months>. shouldn't talk. <laughs> All the months.
1: I bought that game launch day alongside my Switch Lite. <laughs> I bought that game there, and I was actually pushing through it. Like, I was actually on a roll to have it beat that week and to actually be talking about it the week after, and then I don't know. I really don't know what happened.
0: It got too hard.
1: Probably so. not. I just don't know, but what ended up happening is that when I did finally get my switch Lite charge back up again, and I started playing it, I'm like, oh okay, I'm here in front of the uh, uh, the Eagles, uh, the Eagles uh, tower, and I like looking at, it, I'm like, wait, why well, do I don't only have seven of the uh, or six of the eight instruments that you need? And it turns out that I had never saved my progress after beating the Eagle. And so I had to go back through the entire dungeon again to go get that la- that second-to-last instrument.
0: Yeah, so that's
1: what you get. yeah, Yeah.
0: Was the only oh, thing holding you back a charge switch?
1: No. It really <laughs> wasn't. No. <laughs> I, it I was me, like, man,
2: what yeah. a terrible battery life it takes. <laughs> it took me <laughs> four months to charge. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it either took that long to charge or took six months to find a charger. Either way, no, it's just it was time really just got in the way for me and just other stuff to try out just kind of hit so that was my bad but no i can actually finally mark that one off my list as being beat uh was so
0: it,
1: it was it was i talked with someone at work and they had said that i guess in the original um Link's awakening there was some sort of glitch where you could actually take out the final shadow boss with just one boomerang strike and i don't know exactly how you had to land it but that wasn't the case in this one so i guess maybe you know how it is with Games being patched anyway, though. Too now, just through things online. But you get a cartridge sent out. You know, that's the game you get. You don't get a re-release. No, he was just. He was like, he was curious to know if they had kept that as like, you know, an homage to the way the original game was. I wanted to
3: look up because I don't. I I beat the original one multiple times and I don't remember that. He said.
1: He said it was. He said there was some sort of order to actually do it in, and Mm -hmm. I don't know if I hit it right either to get that. But yeah maybe jumping over one of those last arms the right way and being able to throw your boomerang at the eye.
3: I don't know, maybe.
1: Mm-hmm. But no, that one's done. Uh, I purchased a game called Tower off of Steam, T-A-U-R. It is a um, it's a tower defense game, but it's an action title. tower defense. <laughs> so it has a tech tree to it where you actually upgrade all the different towers. Um, the story of it itself is your planets being invaded by um, this this hostile terrorist robotic group. And so you have to build up your tower, build up your defenses um, with it. But as you go on your tower, everything you build up on your tower stays with you. You don't just defend one area. You actually move to different regions. So you could be guarding like a cliff tower. You could actually be on a beach. You could be in a winter area somewhere. But your tower and everything you build up moves with you as long as it doesn't get destroyed in the previous incursion from the enemy. Hmm. So you have a tech tree to actually go and level up so you can have base level um, like turrets to actually defend. You yourself are actually a turret so you have a primary fire and a secondary fire to shoot at ground targets and to shoot at aerial targets. Um, you have other little drones so you can actually disperse out and have them take on the the ground forces that come in you have um aerial fighters that can go in and take down a lot of the air targets though too um you can upgrade them to give them different attacks different armor uh you can upgrade your base to also include uh to change out the different weapon types so i'm not in too far i think i've only played about an hour right now But I've only just upgraded my turret from some type of like rail gun to some sort of like charged beam attack. So I can actually have the beam sitting and running for like I think five seconds as I just like trace out along the ground and go up against people. But each of those can be upgraded as you continue to play the game and earn their credits. Um, The only problem is though is what gets to end game. So what I looked at with it is I thought it was similar to the way that Faster Than Light plays where you just go point to point, and then once you get to the end, you know, that's it, you can start over again. That's the way it looked, because as you defeat the enemy, the level of control changes to show, like, the enemy will have lost maybe 10 units or something in this last incursion, you gained an additional 6 or 7. But it seems like as you get close to that very end, where it seems like you should be at 100% control, it shows that for some reason some of your forces disappeared, or they added in more enemies, and so it's just it's a, it's a continuous, ongoing thing. Okay. But it does up the difficulty, though, so you're not always just going to be getting ground defenses or just air defenses. Um, they have different levels of difficulty that just will randomly appear in your mission selection list that says, okay, you want an easy one, you can select this one, or if you want a hard one for some extra credits, you can go with this one here, too, and the difference is going to be either more units or the units have some additional armor, so it takes a little bit more to take them down. But it doesn't play like it plays like your other tower defense games. But it's not in the same vein where, as you go to each part of the world, you have to rebuild your tower. You constantly add on to it until it's destroyed, and then you have to start over uh, rebuilding that tower again. Hmm. So
2: it's a cool little twist on it.
1: It is. It is. It's definitely a indie game, though. Um, it was twenty five bucks. But um, the key things about it, though, too, is that it really feels like an indie game in the sense of the graphics, like everything really has that polygon look to it, especially the trees where it's like hard angles to actually make it look like a tree. Um, And then the menu, of course, is kind of to be desired. So you have a forge section to be able to upgrade weapons, to change weapons around, and there's no guarantee that you're actually going to be able to upgrade the way you want. So you might be able to put a weapon up to like level two or level three but it might actually downgrade that weapon. So it's kind of playing a game of chance. It will show you what might happen as you go into it. So it's either an option of staying with what you've got or kind of working your way up through the list of of modifying those weapons outside of the tech tree. You have the campaign and then you actually have um, have the tech tree side of it where you can choose the upgrades to. And they're stacked. So not only do you move from point A to B to C through a tech tree, but some of those previous points will allow you to continue to upgrade them further like More armor, so you go up from, say, like 200 armor to 300 armor or something. Um, Or go up to the next level where the armor is actually thicker or a different type, and then you can continue to upgrade from that point, too. So it's a good one. Um, The actual options, though, it doesn't allow you to go back to look at controls. You can't go in and pull up a control schema to show what your primary, secondary fire. You can't go in to show what... um, You can't go in to show how to change out your weapons or anything like that. You just have to pay attention to the tutorial and just either write it down or go on to another website to look at it. Um, that game came out last Every week. Yeah. yeah, it's only a couple weeks old. So I thought it was a good one. I saw a couple of videos of it. I'm like, that's a good time waster. And I could have sunk more time into it, but I was like, I'm just going to put a good hour into it to see what it's like. Okay. Um, and then lastly, uh, before we started recording, I did download the demo for Pokemon Mystery Dungeon on Switch. Uh, I never played the original on Game Boy Advance. I not have
2: meaning to download mm-hmm. that demo.
1: But it looks like it plays just like it probably did on the Game Boy Advance is that it's a it's a turn by turn. So as you move, enemies will take their turn, you know, at the same time um as you attack though too. It's just back and forth, so you won't be able to attack each other at the same time. You'll attack um you'll do an attack, the enemy doesn't attack, you know, until they're dead or you're dead. Um, but the whole premise of Mystery Dungeon was that you're a human who's become a Pokémon. And you have a little quiz that you take at the beginning to determine what of these like which of these Pokemon you actually become. And so the ones you can become are generally starters or some of the offshoots. Like it actually chose uh Machop as my like who I should have been. But I just like you could say, no, that's not the Pokemon I should be, and you can pick any of the other ones that are in that list. Squirtle. Yeah, you can pick Squirtle. I pick Bulbasaur. Oh, I squirtle. Um or you can pick and then you pick a secondary or a, a sidekick in that and that sidekick can be another sidekick, starter though too yeah <laughs> a sidekick but it can be someone like uh, another starter like I pick Cyndaquil uh, but you could pick like Meowth or Psyduck I think Pikachu might have been in there too Eevee um, Skitty, I think was in there too um there, yeah so it, it plays I think like the this way the other like mystery really guns did I don't
0: know who they are <laughs> <laughs> We got um, see Skitty coming up, next. I'm like, Oh, a yeah. Psyduck, <laughs> <Miss> Skitty! <laughs> I was like, "Who the fuck are these yeah. things?"
1: <laughs> um, but it's it's got a story to it. It's got a whole little development thing, though, where you actually it looks like you build up a little house that you're in, and it's just you're part of a rescue team to go in and save Pokemon who are trapped somewhere or taken by other Pokemon. And, mm. Yeah. So it's um, like
3: a tactical RPG as far as like combat and stuff. Yeah, it seems like it. Okay.
1: Mm -hmm. because you can actually just use a base attack like the game will automatically pick for you which one you use. You just say attack and like, oh, as a Bulbasaur, I'm going to use Vine Whip or I'm going to hit you with Sludge um, as a poison attack. Or you can go in and say, no, I'm just going to keep smacking with Vine Whip. But you're stuck with the same uh, power points as you are in a regular Pokemon game where it's like you only get maybe 15, uh, like 15 attempts to actually use this. So that's it. Yeah. But there is some story to it. I don't know how long the demo goes on for. I did one mission where you had to go save a Caterpie. Um, the mission I'm on right now is to actually go and save a, a Magnemite. I guess a mag. there was some shockwave thing that happened where these two Magnemite fused together. And for some reason, the third one couldn't come in. So it's like in a weird, like, pre-evolution stage to go up to Magneton. It's a sex thing. It must be. Mystery <laughs> dungeon. <laughs> Thanks for yeah. telling me. Yeah. <laughs> And then I got another game downloaded on the Switch to play. It's a demo for another one that's coming out next week. And it's a mix of... What was it? We talked about this before.
2: It's a
0: mix of... XCOM and Darkest Dungeon.
1: That's it. Thank you. Of XCOM and Darkest Dungeon. And it is... I'll actually bring it up here. You can talk about that
0: next week, then.
1: Yeah. All There's Blood. So I'll play that. I'll let you guys know how that one is next week. That's it for me. I actually did stuff.
0: I don't believe you. I think you got that all off the internet. (laughs)
2: got him <laughs> Just
1: turn you down for the rest of this shit. i can i can
0: get to your mic <laughs> i'm so loud don't even
1: that's true well, this is probably most of the issues yep what about you dan
2: could you play uh, it's pretty late week um i wanna obviously downloaded the seven remake demo played that but we'll talk about that because everyone here except you have tried it Travis but oh man it's so good um finished call of duty modern warfare that was i I was surprised the whole way through like how much I enjoyed it because I don't particularly like campaigns in those in those type of games. Right. They hit you with some some decisions like the whole family thing and yeah. you know, and everything on so i was I was pleasantly surprised throughout the entire campaign
0: pretty dark yeah, in mean, a lot of spots yeah. they,
2: they're very much they've very much echoed that phrase at the beginning where it's like you want to fight, take the gloves off, and then you know, the price reiterates that later when you're torturing people and you're like, "Oh, this is what you meant."
0: It's like, are you going to walk the line, right? Or are you going to cross it? Like, yeah, it's it's like the only thing that separates us from them, kind of thing. But like, are you willing to do it if you have to? Yeah, it's pretty good though.
2: Yeah, hmm. there was there was a nice a nice bit of morality or morality dilemma that they presented. Yeah, and they handled it very well. So, pleasantly surprised. A little more GTA online. Nothing there. Just shenanigans. I did get some hate mail two days ago. GTA? Yeah. Because I was destroying this guy. I was in a public lobby. This guy picks a fight with me. He's like level 15. Like, that was unfortunate. I'm like, dude, get away from me. Like, he's shooting me for, like, two clips, and it's not going through my body armor. Get out of here, Rook. Basically. So I get in my car, and I drive down a tiny alleyway. I'm like, he's going to follow me. So I throw a sticky bomb. He's going to follow me. <laughs> I throw a sticky bomb in front of me, and I drive over it. And I just kind of go slow, and he comes flying in behind me. And I time it perfectly, and I blow him and his car up. So, did, you, did you record this? Um, Not this one, no. Oh, damn. So how
1: did you, you get the hate mail? Was it actually, like, well, Xbox I, Live message? Yeah, Xbox Live. Okay. Because
2: I... Kept doing that to him because I was like, okay. First of all, that worked more than once. Well, not on his car. Oh, so I was like, Jesus Christ, this guy's a moron. So I, I go down an alley. The first time I blow up his car, I get out of my car and I'm standing at the end of the alley. And you know how you can like hide behind corners. Yeah, yeah. I threw a sticky bomb on the corner, and I hid on my sticky bomb, and I took a couple pot shots. I didn't make him think, and he started charging me, and I run. So he turns that corner. Bam, I blow him up again. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't see it coming at all. And his body just goes ragdolling across. And then he spawns across the street. And then I did it to him another time. We were running in a building. Oh, no, that's what it was. I killed him twice with just... Headshots because okay. he was trying to mess with me. He went into the ammo store and I was like, "Okay, I'm having fun now." You started this. I'm going to finish it. He went into an ammo store, and, you know, when you come out. You kind of have a respawn point. Yeah. Well, I stick him off the respawn point, <laughs> and I camped across the street. When he came out of that store, as soon as he got control of his character, I blew him up. The third time. <laughs> And then he left the lobby, <laughs> and then I get that hate mail. What did it say? It's basically just like "fuck you, buddy." <laughs> and I was like, I was like, bro, you started this. I was minding my own business, and you come and shoot me when I'm not paying attention. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> be uh, that's fucking funny. Awesome. So just shenanigans like that. Um, that was really it for me. Call of Duty, mm. GTA, and then the remake demo. But we'll talk about though. that. I just those little moments that make that so fun. Still, where's yeah. You open this can of worms, like you know. And,
0: like tackling Brittany off the roof. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. I don't know why they like. I go up the ladder first, and then they're me. Like, what do you think is going to happen when you get to
2: the top?
1: <laughs> I got to get in and play this with you guys on, I on think Xbox. I
2: more with her stills when we we backed her up into traffic. <laughs> I still haven't seen if my game
3: fully loads know, yet I since think, I reinstalled it. So I, like,
0: yeah, we did. We backed her up into traffic. We were having a gunfight. Back and forth, and we kept pushing her back and further, and she got scared and ran around her own car, and a fucking taxi just <laughs> takes her out. <laughs> we're like, "Yes!" <laughs> it's like you were so unaware.
1: That's awesome. It
0: just fucking takes her out. She's like, "God damn it!" <laughs> oh, that's that was funny. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's where that game shines. It's just dumb shit like that. Like the time on me and Seth were trying to punch each other from across the beach, we started. We stood back to back and then we took 20 paces going the opposite way. And we ran at each other as far as we can. If you do a run melee attack, you do a jumping punch. And we tried to jump punch each other while Emily was in the background taking a <laughs> selfie to try and time it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the stupid shit we do.
2: <laughs> well, that's a funny fucking game. That's it for me. Light hmm. week. Kind of holding off. How did you finish Spider-Man?
0: Not quite.
3: Almost. Um... So I am three quarters of the way through Turf War, and then I have the Silver Lining DLC to go. Oh, okay. Um. I don't know. I keep hitting walls. Like, and and it's it's not like it the the game's difficult. I keep hitting a wall. Like, God, I just don't want to do the challenge. You know, like, and right now it's specifically the Screwball challenges. Um. I don't know. I just wanna. I I just wanna go through the rest of the story. But I also want the completion, so
0: maybe just finish the story real quick and then go back. Maybe, to it, time
2: to time. yeah. I mean, those those, are, those challenges are going to stay there, regardless. Right, right. So. I don't know. I the I kind of reset. Yeah, so. The the
3: the rest the 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 first DLC and the the main story. I pretty much did it this way, where I I took care of all the challenges and everything real quick first, so I could get the story all as one chunk. Um. And that may- maybe that's what I need to do, is just switch mm. gears and do it like you were saying. Um, let's see. Other than that, uh, I've been playing the Mummy Demastered some more. Um, but that was because I've also been playing Castlevania. Um, since the Symphony of the Night uh, had a launch on mobile to coincide with the Castlevania third season on Netflix. Mm. So I I picked up Castlevania and I've been playing that and I was like oh, what the hell I'll play some mummy since I never finished it and I didn't really play it a whole lot. And then I also played Osiris New Dawn. That one it's it's cool. It's uh it's still in beta. It's been in beta for 4 years now. It's one of those early access games on Steam, but it's a lot like Subnautica. Yeah, you were telling us. Except about that. yeah, you're you're In space. Um, Right now, I know they just went into a new closed beta segment. They're supposed to be adding a new planet and new missions. I'm already at the end of the missions as far as that can go. So mostly it's just like building up skills and like building up my base uh, when I do get on it. But it's still fun to screw around on. Okay. And I, too, have been playing the Final Fantasy demo.
0: Oh.
3: Yeah. We all played that except for you. It's fine. It's not fine. It's fine. <laughs> like I'm so butthurt right now. It's Are not you? fine. Like I should just bring my PlayStation like over that. so you can you can play it. Okay. It it's really good. Okay.
1: That's fine. I except Preston is over here making little <laughs> glances at me like mm, it's alright. It's fine.
3: Well maybe we should cover your other games, Preston. What, uh, what other ones have you been playing besides Final Fantasy?
0: Uh I finished all these. So I finished Darksiders Genesis finally. It's like twenty hours. Ooh, a long time. Is
2: that what we were kind of thinking about that, right? I was thinking about closer to 12, but
0: this is the top down one, right? Yeah, it's the ice. Oh, okay, the one, yeah. yeah. But I, I did a lot of the puzzles. Um, they do not do a good job of you will have to go back if you want to do completions. You have to go, there's shit that you can't open on some of these levels, and that kind of bugs me. Like, I don't know. I just kind of like how we play Banjo Kazooie if we just show up. I want to do the whole level and just do it all, 100% it there, right then.
1: Yeah, it looks like, uh, uh, yeah, it looks like Genesis is about uh, 12 hours. I
0: don't know. I, maybe I just fucking did more of the side stuff than I had Yeah, to me, or you were getting grindy with it or something. I I only... I, don't know, I died in the single digits, so it wasn't like it was terribly hard. I didn't fuck up very much. Uh, the boss fights are kind of cool, uh, some of them. They have one, like... Uh, it's, It's called the Maelstrom, I think, or something like that. It's just a giant sea monster that comes out of the wall with these tentacles, but then like he'll send like a giant typhoon after you that pushes you off the arena, and you have to fly back up. And then it's a bunch of sidetrack shit. So I wonder if it's easier co-op because goddamn, it's hard to focus fire with that many enemies on the screen at once. But it was still a pretty good game. Um, I really wish that skill tree.
3: But you haven't played it co-op
0: yet. But Dan and I did a little bit on the once over we did. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean we were fucking tooling it. Like it wasn't like it was hard, but I didn't. Have, it wasn't terribly hard by myself. It just gets chaotic. But you level your guys up enough that you can just beat the shit out of it. Then they have like a combat arena. That, is it just two player? Can you go up to four on? No, that? it's only two. I wish it was all four horsemen. That would have been. That awesome. would be really cool. Yeah, but they only did strife and war. But they play completely different. Uh, strife is uh, ranged. With guns and war is melee right up in your fucking face. Huh. So they do play completely different. Do you think
3: Strife will get his own game?
0: He could. He's he's kind of funny. Um, they don't exactly go into his backstory a whole lot. There, you have an idea of like he's fucked something up in their their lore, but they don't really go into it. But okay, it was a good playthrough. Not amazing, but not bad. Also, it was only what thirty bucks. I think it was forty.
2: That's, that's still not 40, bad. Guess, this is a bad. terrible.
0: Yeah, no, it was... I think it was worth the 40 so far, but you'll find out in our review. Uh, then I finished Fire Emblem Three Houses. That was actually two weeks ago, but we didn't have one last week. Good. I don't have my... I don't have a lot for it. you do, but it was good.
2: Well, and what I think is interesting is, like, so you did Edelgard's route. I did. So that was Black Eagles. That was the actually the hidden route. It actually, The main route is the church route, which I don't know why they... Label it that. I was like, everyone's going to go with Edelgard if you pick the Black Eagle. I don't know why you wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. I guess. Like, um, they don't really paint her as a bad guy very easily, so. And those are the two things I was going to mention is I'm glad you did that because in the other playthroughs, they kind of hint at Edelgard being who she is. Okay. Um Dimitri's got a dagger that he gives her because they grew up together. Mm-hmm. So, Jamishi has a dagger and then he finds a dagger laying on the floor. So, they hint at it. You're like, oh, why does he recognize his dagger? So, right. you, you put the pieces together. Her route, if you play that first, it's a complete shock as who she is. And you're like, oh. Because yeah. I actually, like, when that moment happened the first time, I was like, she's responsible for what happened to my dad.
0: Kind yeah. of. Was so, yeah, I was, was like, you little shit. Yeah, I was like,
2: I was like, a little bit betrayed. Yeah. And so it was. I was curious what you thought about it picking her for your main house. Like did that affect you at all?
0: I like that We so, like
2: we like I can't believe that she actually did did this and like why wouldn't she tell me and
0: that that was kind of like my problem with it. Like I actually love the main bullet points of this game. I think they're really good. I think the story's really the narrative's really well done there. Uh, you get the emotional investment of the characters in that way. The the only problem I have with the game, in that respect of the narrative, is the in-between moments. A lot of it, I think, is unnecessary. The monastery downtime. Yeah, like there's a lot of it. I think that. Yeah. There's just. I I finished it in. It's extra. Fifty hours, I think. Fifty-five-ish, somewhere in there. I think you could have cut that down to thirty, and that might made me want to play more of the playthroughs. Right now, I'm I'm fire-illumed out. Right. So I don't know. But I did like the, you're not wrong. Like those story plot points are fucking awesome. I did feel betrayed. I did not like killing any of the people that I, you, I, I was, you, I was their teacher. Yeah, I, was like, yeah. I was like, I don't want to kill you. Yeah. I was like, I liked you. Like Cyril was pit, but I, I wanted to kill Cyril because he was just fucking shit up with those damn double dragons. <laughs> right. I was like, you need to get out of the fucking air. Right. So right. I was like, Bernadetta, just bring this fucker down. <laughs> and she did,
2: man. Um, I, I enjoyed all the different characters. Like after the time skip, just even just like. You know, bit, some yeah. of their hair grew out and they'd look a little different. And I was like, that's just a cool touch. Um, the, other, the other interesting thing is, so with Adelgardru, if I believe correctly, Rhea goes nuts. She's yeah.
0: the final boss, right? Yeah, she goes fucking
2: crazy. In other playthroughs... They got to head Byleth because Byleth was just too on that bitch. <laughs> in other playthroughs, you don't see that at all. That's, mm. that's not the story. So, like, do you know how Edelgard... The
0: story is you side with the church?
2: Well, well any of the stories. They're all, they all they end differently. Oh, okay. So, like, I did Golden Deer first. And so do you know how Edelgard kind of... You, you see your uncle, and they're kind of shady, mm-hmm. and you kind of know something's going on. Like, with the Golden Deer... I was Deer, happy to kill that guy. Yeah, yeah, with the Golden Deer route, you actually go to their base. Like, you deal with them. Oh, okay. Okay. So like it's a completely so it really changes
0: after the the split.
2: Yeah, the then first that, the first half is the same for all. Is four. the same, okay. So you can just don't talk to people in the monastery if you don't want to recruit them, and you could power through the first.
0: That'd be nice if that's where they let you save. Like, it, okay, it would be. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, damn, that because like that took me twenty two hours probably to get to that point.
2: Yeah, and you'll have to do that four times. But
0: that's when the fights start getting really good. Yeah, as far as like a lot more investment with, and, and yeah, yeah, and right, yeah. But they take a lot longer. Fuck, that last fight took me like 60 turns.
2: Yeah, it was a huge fight.
0: Good game though. You should, I recommend Fire Emblem. It's, I would have put it at like number four or five. But I I
2: just, I just really like that because I was expecting the same story.
0: Oh yeah, that is I did Golden
2: Deer and I was like, okay, so I'm just gonna, when I play.
0: Those are the same story but from a different perspective.
2: Exactly. And and if they don't, it's completely different. That's pretty cool. Red Red doesn't even, doesn't even lose her mind.
0: Well, she's a bitch. I never trusted her to begin with. I was like, "You." She seemed shady to me the whole fucking time. I was did like, you,
2: did you rewatch the opening cutscene? Like,
0: oh no, I forgot to do that. Okay. remember do, you do that again,
2: that. and it'll like everything makes sense. They tell you everything right at the beginning.
0: Those cutscenes are pretty.
2: I wish there were more of them.
0: Yeah. There's there's probably
2: two or three unique ones for each house playthrough after the time split. So those are cool to watch them all, and then they have them all in a little gallery. Mm. You can see them all, but.
0: Dan likes firing him. No way. Really? (laughs) It's true. Uh, What else does I have? Hitman 2 DLC. Oh, yeah. I finished that. It was pretty funny. Um, They added two new sandbox levels. You go to the bank in New York. It's a fucking great place. (laughs) I posed as a guy being fired for making Christmas sweaters. (laughs) They're like, you look like a deuce, We're firing you. And I went up there and she got done firing me and kicked her out of her office window. Which is, and she, just, she just landed in the fucking lobby. And I went to pick up the USB drive that she's carrying and I had to do three of them though. Oh but man. I was, man, Hitman just gets fucking creative with it. And I actually, I found a spot where I just fucking have a pile of bodies in this fucking, in this uh, utility closet. That I've had that no one else patrols. I was like, okay, no one's going to be over here. So I have all the disguises. I have a security guard. I have the guy being fired. I have a due job applicant. All this shit. Just in this little closet. <laughs> and I'm like, man, if someone comes in here, I'm fucked. <laughs> but no one ever comes in there. It's so fucking good.
3: Now, have you ever gone back through any of the, the levels and gotten, like, the uh, zany level exits? What do you mean? Like, uh... If you look up online, um, there, there's oh, yeah, like, those, yeah.
0: There's to unlock, though, because you need to do more ma- uh, mastery of the level to unlock the different elements. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah cause cause you there's have like one it. with
3: like geese and stuff. Yeah, there's, and, yeah. Some, yeah, there's some crazy
0: ones. They're, they're freaking hilarious. There's yeah, there one of the first one where you took off as a pink flamingo. <laughs> the pink flamingo outfit. Wow. <laughs> you took it as a mascot. It's a funny fucking game, dude. Like, like it's super
3: serious, but yeah, it goes it's, all out when they go zany.
0: Oh, it's so fucking great! Like I took an e block. I don't know why they were hiring me as a job for a job, and they uh, this isn't the Christmas sweater guy, but I'm talking to the human resources guy, and they're like, "What do you see here?" And I'm like, and they pre- predetermined responses. So he, I was like, I picked this card, and he's like, I see a man with two guns slaughtering everybody. I was like, Wow, wait a red card was <laughs> Like, god damn this game. <laughs> And then after I kicked that uh, boss out the window, I came downstairs back to my closet, and some guy was just dragging her body in a body bag across the thing. I was like, what is this? I was like, oh, that's her. And he looks at me. He just puts her down and just walks away. So they just left the body in the middle of this room. <laughs> I was like... Are you not going to come finish your job? (laughs) I'm on break. I'm going to leave this corpse here. She ain't going anywhere. (laughs) This game is so fucking silly. And they had another level. Um, This one, I didn't think that one, the second one was as good. It was kind of cool, but it was like a Cancun resort thing. You could do some cool shit. there. There's like this douchebag who's like super into his fitness thing. He runs around the island as much as he could, so I picked up a piece of driftwood and as he was running by me, I just threw it at his head. <laughs> <laughs> no one caught me because he, he <laughs> fell into the bushes. And I was like, "Well, that worked out." <laughs> it's was, it was just a goose. You're just like fucking douche. Yeah, this is not this is a Hitman
1: 2. This isn't the one where you throw the briefcase and it's like following the guy yeah, on the 2, the yeah. jet ski,
0: is it? Yeah, okay, that's uh yeah. That's actually the level. Is um, it the same you, one? Okay, yeah, you can do it on that because he. Uh, spins around and it'll follow him. But I didn't do yeah. that. I just hit him while he was running around the <laughs> island being a douchebag doing his lap. And I was like, Driftwood! <laughs> <laughs> it's just a goofy fucking game, man. I really enjoyed it. They also have uh, those, remember those sniper assassin missions from uh, Hitman Absolution? Yes. Remember the, them? They have more of those. Those are cool. Yeah. And they so they just put some of those and they're like, here, play some of these. I was like, oh, I liked these. They're fucking funny. And it was like, you have to take out 28 guards and these three people. I was like, without alerting anybody at a wedding? I was like, Let's do it! So I <laughs> fucking shoot some guy, and the guy's like, and he takes like two seconds, like, what the fuck? And then I put a bullet next to him, too. I was like, yeah, fucking idiot. It's a good game, man. Yeah, but then I also did the Final Fantasy VII demo, so should we talk about it? Let's
2: talk about it.
3: Oh my god, it's so good. I, oh
2: I booted it up. <laughs> I booted it up, it took a couple minutes. Just hearing the remastered theme brought everything back immediately. Yeah. It, oh my goodness like just it's,
3: seeing the train roll up I got goosebumps I'm like oh my god here
2: that, we go the whole opening is insanely beautiful it is it it might be because I did it on a regular PlayStation and my PlayStation was just fine I was worried with all the stuff going on sometimes that my PlayStation it was, was going to heat up a little bit I was getting some Wolfenstein flashbacks I thought <laughs> my PlayStation was going to blow up yeah it was but pretty quiet the whole thing. It was perfectly optimized and I was like that's I'm like they took their time with this be- you can you can tell because of that you know like they made sure it was running smoothly even on the original um man beautiful game soundtrack is beyond what I was expecting
0: so far we agree
2: I mean <laughs> cause like you know the old one it's still good you know what I mean like Uomatsu's always done fantastic work but in the, the original, it's always a little bit jarring to hear the 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 level music and then it cuts when you get into a battle and then the battle theme plays. And the fact that they kind of made a remix of all of those so they can flow together and transition together, it makes it feel way more cinematic.
3: That was one of the things that I loved is how they flowed together. Like you would go into combat and the combat music would just go it – would, it would go from your regular music – straight into the combat music but it wasn't like there wasn't was
2: a the Z combat song it was just an upbeat version. yeah it it, it of the flowed levels. into yeah. it
3: like uh, yeah like it was a chorus or something you know like it was just part of the song when you hit combat
0: so far we all agree <laughs> I, <have no laughs> I was like yeah, it was very good music i enjoyed it
3: well what what issues did you have with it Preston? with the combat with the combat? What issue specifically? I have
0: a problem with it. it. It seems like it can't decide whether it's going to be a turn-based or if it's going to be a hack and slash.
2: No, that's what I love about it. Oh, I hate it. It, it takes
0: me out of the immersion. It takes me out of the speed of the combat. There, there's also shortcuts. I know, but it's still... But I don't like that. No, no, no. I'd well, be... I, I also don't like there's no jump button.
2: Okay, that... That's a minor gripe, but yes, I can understand. That's I, a given in Final it, Fantasy. It bugs the help. fuck out of me. I <laughs>
3: knew the, the jump button was going to be a thing, especially when I was playing through it. And there was at one point, Cloud, like, I don't know, he launches himself into the Sometimes air.
2: Sometimes an enemy fits a little bit high, but not high enough. Yeah, you need Baron. My
3: immediate th- thought was, he doesn't have a jump button. Preston's going to hate this. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: it's, okay,
3: he he just, if, if you're going to mix
0: a hack and slash with a turn based hack and slashes have jumps. Hack and slash has air combat. It, he does the combo, he'll go up into the air, automatically yes, but you should have a jump button in that combat. Especially since there are multiple, you, you, you can do the same thing with, uh, there are multiple buttons for the same action.
2: For like running? It's, yeah,
0: there's a shitload of buttons, there, there is unused potential, there is no reason they couldn't have put a jump button. That well, bugs the shit out.
2: I think for that, was intentional, because I think they want you to play other characters. And that's one thing I really did appreciate about it. If I could have got those Sentry lasers, I would have never swapped to Barrett. I'm not a fan of Barrett hey, in the that, original that's game. By that. but the fact that I can do that, and the fact that they make me, and the fact that Barrett feels different than Cloud, and and the fact that every character is going to feel different makes me want to play them all. Makes me want to have them all in the party. Whereas in the old one, once I got my main, I've got Rad, I got Tifa, I got Cloud. I never used any of the other characters because those are my favorites, and I stuck with them because they all did the same thing. This one is now going to make me want to play as everybody, and I appreciate that. To
0: see if they suck, though, but then Barrett. I do we agree? Barrett does not play nearly as well as Cloud.
2: I actually enjoy playing Barrett I, as so much as I.
3: Cloud. I, to me, he played differently than Cloud. He
0: plays boring. He is hold down square, mm. and p- and pump him full of bullets.
3: I don't know that I agree with that because you. I, yeah, I don't. You that. have to be avoiding stuff. Um, I was that, actually that, using them. F-
0: awesome uh, there's a dodge on both of them. Like, but he's not like he's not like building combos and linking or chaining combos together like cloud would be. He is all I'm doing is holding down the fucking shoot button on Barry. Well,
2: he's also important because at least for this demo because he has thunder and cloud has fire. So you, the fact that you need to use him to build stagger quickly on the sweeper and on the scorpion boss. I think that gives him a utility beyond just
0: But you don't have to use him. It's a quick shortcut on the right on the right trigger button, so you don't have to use him. You can just give him a command real fast to throw that out. Yeah, right. but you're still using him.
2: But but it's also to, to But
0: not playing as the character. To to- Do You see what to, I mean? Like it's like it's like giving Donald and Goofy a command.
2: Well In Kingdom Hearts. Kind it's, of, but not really, because for me your ATB is gonna build faster with whatever character you're playing. Right. So like it incentivized me to swap between them because I needed to use everyone's ATB efficiently, and like that's why I played it so many times. I'm trying to master this, and when you do, like the more you play it, and the more you really get like a grasp on the finer points of the combat, switching actually feels right. It doesn't feel like I need to be bare, but I'm like because I because I have to, but like I want to be Barrett because I can be more efficient, because I can I can get them staggered quicker, and so like. And then I can pump my overcharge and then I can decide whether I want to keep overcharging to build it faster or if I want to shoot depending on the situation to increase my ATB quicker if I needed another Thunder or not.
0: I would agree if it felt like Barrett was fun to play. Barrett does not feel fun to play. It feels like I'm just holding I speed. thought he was fun to play. And I I,
3: I, I only played the demo once and I felt by, by the end, even before I hit the Scorpion boss, granted not much before I hit the Scorpion boss, but um, I, I, I could see the need and how useful it was to to be able to switch on the fly and be able to take control of him for a little while and let Cloud do his thing while I was getting Barrett set up and, you know, making sure he was okay to take Cloud back over and that I built up uh, Barrett's gauge enough so I could switch back to Cloud and still, I don't know, utilize both characters effectively.
0: I did not switch between Barrett very often, and I still beat the Scorpion thing so I don't see how it's a necessary thing. I did it just fine. It's not like you have to build up the I wouldn't say thing. it's necessary. It just makes it well, that, easier little it, it's making more it sound fun. Like. It's like you of making it you like yeah, you sound switch back you forth because that's how you're going to do it and you're going to you it gonna do it of like you're bit of a little of the game
3: that of for sure.
0: I of That's like, to of like little bit of a little bit of a little bit You're not... You're not Making the player want to engage with the systems that are there. It did not make me want to switch to Barrett.
2: That I find that weird because I did.
0: I don't see why you would. When it, I can't believe you don't see it like as like you're just holding down square to shoot. Like that's all Barrett really feels like. If he had a mixture of like maybe some range combat, but then he could also get in there and just fucking do some a little bit like punch damage and shit. He
2: will. Because obviously, they're different weapons. And this wasn't in the demo, but I saw some stuff further on, and this is, I love this. All the weapons you get have their own core, and you can level them up.
3: Oh, that's cool. So,
2: if you want to stick with the Buster Sword the entire game, it'll be viable the whole time. Barrett has a mix. He actually has like different arm attachments, and some of them are melee.
3: Yeah, some of, like one of one of them that you get early on is literally just the ball off of a, a mace.
0: Okay, well, maybe I'll enjoy it better then yeah, because uh, th- there's, as well, right now I feel like all I'm doing is at just At least it was in the original game. I, I would
3: assume that they would have that same arm attachment in this game.
2: Because I saw some footage because this guy I watched on YouTube got to do it and he's in like chapter 7.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, and when he hits X to go to the command, it's like pages of things, not just steel skin, focus shot. He's got like seven or eight abilities. So like there's going to add so much and then because like that was kind of an issue with the first with the original is like so I'm using Cloud's Buster Sword and I find an upgrade that's just better. I never use the Buster Sword again. With this one, being able to level up whatever weapon you want to because you like them aesthetically for the different material slots, whatever but so you remember Cloud has that That thrust, that focused Mm -hmm. thrust, that ability is unique to the Buster Sword. Right. So when you swap it out, you actually get different skills for each weapon. So you can kind of pick how you want to play it. And there's a weapon you like, then you can start leveling that weapon up and keep it. So there is more variety in the combat than what the the demo showed.
0: Isn't this like? Isn't that just par for Square Enix Because that's how Kingdom Hearts three plays. It it is. Move specific to certain weapons. Is that not just par for the course? Nope. F- 15 doesn't play like that? Nope. Oh, so they already come up with this idea then. Okay.
2: Yeah. This this to me feels like what they wanted to do with a game like this and with like Kingdom Hearts. Well, like, so they kind of took like the ATB stuff. I mean, it's been around since 6, but they really, I think they took a lot of it from 13. So I, they, they took elements... From previous games, they took even just kind of like the hack-and-slash of Kingdom Hearts. They've taken some of the more tactical stuff from the older Final Fantasies. And they've made this hybrid. And I, for me, it is like a perfect hybrid.
0: I'd rather it be either hack-and-slash or turn. It feels like it's right in the middle. It's like the same kind of problem I have with Fallout and its that's I don't like the slowdown. I don't like... It takes me out of the the, like the the rush of combat well, when I can when I can well, like it's okay, like just so, okay it's like why I like Dark Souls I don't like that I like that you can't pause in the middle of a boss fight to take a breath and be like okay I'm gonna do this and this and this I don't like that so the game does that with that slowdown that takes me out of the hack and slash moment of it it turn it makes me feel more like it's turn based and I want to just pick one okay but okay. I understand that you like the hybrid of it. No, 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 I get hold, that.
2: hold on hold on. So, I was like I said earlier, there are shortcuts. I'm not talking about pushing X the command, but I'm talking about you can hold L1. Yeah, I know. I, I did that. So then it doesn't, you don't have to ever slow it down. But if
0: it's there, if you give me it, I'm going to use it. So use it. Okay,
2: but I don't want it. It's. it's I know it's a, it's a weird thing. I don't want it there.
0: It's like, it's like safe scumming in XCOM. I don't want to use it. Like, like use it was like that. You're like, I didn't want to use it, but it's there. Right. It's that same kind of thing. like, like the Divine Pulse. Yeah, it's like, I, it's like, I don't want to use that. Right. I was like, it kind of cheapens the game. I was like, but it's there. You're like, don't give me the tool. So that's, maybe it's, it's just my personal style, but I do not like that it takes me out of the hack and slash moment of it because I really like hack and slash. I don't like turn-based as much. Maybe that's what it is. Well, and I also think that the bosses don't feel as good as just the regular enemies because I feel like the bosses don't even feel like hack and slash at all. They feel much more turn-based and strategy-based. Whereas just the regular enemies I'm walking across, it just those feel like a Devil May Cry does mm. or a Near Automata. It it feels like two different games, and I don't like that.
3: Maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong here, and I, I'm saying this uh, especially because there there are a bunch of YouTubers that are actually they got bigger demos than what we yeah we they got, got there. chapter
2: one two seven and ten yeah
3: so. I've been hearing again, especially through the people that have been playing further in the game, and they they don't just have this basic demo, that they have the ability to switch between the combat modes. So you can play, you know, mostly hack and slash. You can play mostly turn based. No, or, that was. So I don't know. Is that is that's, that a that's thing? What Classic
2: or? was where it, it auto does it. So okay, that, that's so a little misleading. Where they're like it's it's like the old one. It's
3: that's what right. I thought. It just because I was like that. Itself. That's not like they'd. Sp- talked it up but like i was like no i think this is what they're talking about when i'm playing when i was playing it
2: classic is like literally i'm here for the story right and i'll occasionally push x and pick a command <laughs> right they attack and block on their own so okay. i'm like no that classic is really more like beginner baby mode
0: right that's just my issues oh also i don't like <laughs> this is just weird it's probably because you don't have a jump They put those little, uh, like, police barricade things up, and and you just barge right through them. Like, it just bugs the fuck out of me. Like, why are those even interactable then if I'm just going to steamroll right through them? Either don't put them there, make me go around them, or let me jump over them. The fact that he just barrels through shit all the time is just, that's a that's a. So aside
3: from the fact you don't have a jump button. That's
0: a problem in a hack and slash. If you're going to be a hack and slash, you should have a jump button. Almost, I cannot think of a single hack and slash that does not have aerial combat. But first
3: and foremost, it's an RPG. So aside from the fact that it doesn't have a jump button, it was that it? You just didn't like the fact that it... it
0: I don't like the com- I I think the combat's fine. I don't like that it takes... I don't hate the game. Like, I, like don't get me wrong, but I don't think it's ama- amazing and perfect like you guys think it is. The fact that you don't think that that's a problem, that there's no jump button, that's weird to me. If you're going to be a hack and slash...
2: Name one that does. Kratos doesn't have a jump button in the new God of War.
0: Well, that's a good eh? That's a good <laughs> answer. <laughs> that's a <really> good answer. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good answer. I don't know why it didn't bother me, in God of War.
2: It could be you Atreus does it, you know, there's a range enemy, just triangle. But so for me it's like push X fire. Yeah. Thunder. I mean. It,
0: okay. Okay. So you see, how will uh, see All you do is just push a button, and he does what he does. Mm-hmm. That's what I ended up doing with Barrett because I have no incentive. I, I felt well, no that's fine. To switch. Well, yeah, I it, liked it,
3: switching.
2: Yeah. That's just how you preferred to play the game. It would be I, cool. I think if, it, I it would. not it, would, it be cool if you could be Atreus? Like you don't have to be. You don't have to be Barrett. You could just literally push R two and then command. But I mean,
0: well, the fact that that's a,
2: the fact that that's an option. Well, it kind of is. It <laughs> <laughs> kind of is really. Like, I think he i think the fact that their
3: gauges build like, up like <laughs> you're gonna see it a, a lot later in the game especially that
0: um well I'll enjoy that, that more if, if I'm getting more abilities and stuff that changes the way the combat feels yeah. like that I will enjoy that much more yeah I will admit that yeah there, there's but a lot from that depth. demo I have problems with that if there's that a, if that's what if it stays like that and I have 80 plus hours of that
2: I'm gonna be pissed this one's only gonna be probably 30 30 hours this this, this game's 30 30 40 yeah okay Roughly, because the, the the chapters that they were talking about one, two, seven, and ten. Ten is right after Don Corneo. No, oh, really. So I'm like, they still have to go through. It seems the, like it's
3: only like what halfway through mid. Roughly, yeah.
2: Because yeah. you still have to go all the way back to the bar, and then yeah. you go up the plate, and then the plate gets destroyed, and then Aerith gets kidnapped, and you got to do all the Shinra Tower, and then you got to do yeah. the escape. So there's, I'm gonna guess probably 17, 18 chapters in this. Okay. So, we did one, chapter one. That was the whole chapter. We haven't what are
0: you looking at for side stuff in between?
2: That we don't know yet.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, like, if that's where you find all the good stuff, like, that's where you find the good abilities and stuff like that, I don't know how I'm going to feel. I don't know how they're going to handle it. Cause before- because if I have to do the grind to get that, and it's not engaging side mission stuff, like, it's just you, you go deliver this package kind of thing, I'm going to be upset right? about that stuff. Yeah,
2: but. we don't know how they're handling it because before it was just vendors. You go to the next area, right. new vendor got the better weapon. Right. So I don't know if they're going to handle it that way, if you're going to get them just by story, or if you're going to have to do other stuff. We don't
3: know. I <laughs> do think it's funny that um, that uh, like Jesse and Biggs, they all have more lines in the demo
2: yeah, <laughs> than they do in the, the game. Uh, than then, and then say, the first
3: the the first iteration
0: of the game did I
2: yeah they have so much more character now like I'm gonna feel bad for <laughs> them
0: I thought Jesse was kind
2: of annoying did yeah. you yeah she got that itty bitty titty armor though yeah I'm like good for we're that What fucking good does that thing <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> those people like these fucking weapons that they have I don't know it was I like, I didn't hate it I I thought it was an interesting game the I, material system is gonna be so interesting oh yeah they do, uh, with
3: th- it? there was there were so many like Subtle things that I I, I just love. like when, when you're when you're going into a reactor, instead of like in the original, you would have it would show like this big like pulled back shot of the reactor, and you would have to wander your way down, and you would just be like this little speck wandering on the on the it's screen, kind
2: of like, like old Resident Evil games where but you now could move you the know. Camera. It, so it was it, just a pan shot. And you see your little character running
3: around. You get the mm-hmm. same feeling of that, but it does that huge pan shot, like right when you walk into the reactor to give you the scope of everything. And I thought that was so cool. And like, I don't know, just like that the the janky animation that they have for the sweeper, like when he moves his arms and stuff.
2: Um, it they kept the silliness of yeah, seven because Seven actually really didn't take itself too seriously. The story kind of did, but like. Enemies and stuff—they're kind of goofy looking, and they kept that. Spirit. And I, I love that.
3: I love that. It, it, it has that new those nuances of the original. And it, yeah. Like there's
2: there's a there's an enemy in the slums. It's just a house. It's a house that's been possessed by something. So you're literally I fighting, think it's called a hell house. Is yeah, there something? you're literally fighting this giant house, and you're like, this is stupid. Yeah, looking. dumb. But I'm like, I kind of want to see what it looks like now. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Yeah, I'll play it
0: with you. I not like, uh, I did not hate
3: it. I'm so excited to see where where we're going with it, I and see. it
2: story beats are completely different now because they're actually finally able to. Because the original got cut to three discs on PS1. It was when they were beta testing. It was like eight or nine discs. Okay. So they cut off so much of it just to get it to <laughs> three discs. Um. The, so after the scorpion boss you see Shinra destroys their own reactor. The bomb blows up and nothing really happens, and then everything turns on the reactor, and the reactor blows up, right? We never saw that in the first one. When you blow up that first reactor, you think it's Jesse's bomb that blows it up. You're in the train heading back to the bar. It's literally the next thing in in the original. Yeah, it changes the message entirely. Jesse's freaking out in the old one. She's like... It wasn't the explosion. Wasn't supposed to be this big. I, I, I fucked something up. So she feels really guilty that she killed a bunch of innocent people. She's like, it wasn't supposed to be this way, and we're. They never talk about it again. And you're just like, oh well, well, she screwed up. Oh well, but the fact that they're like now, like, oh no, Shinra did it on purpose so they could pin this terrorist attack on Avalanche. Hmm. Like, so there's these all these little nuances that they add to this story that you kind of know, but. They actually shed light on it.
3: it well, just like,
2: it's so amazing because, like, chapter two again. This is we didn't. Well, see and that they in the tie demo. so
3: many more of the politics of it together too. Like, they're trying to tie Avalanche back to the the conflict at Wu Tai and right, right, right. And yeah, I, they they just thought about it so much more in, in the remake. Well, it makes
2: you think that this was what they originally had intended, right? They just, did,
3: they just didn't have the time. The they didn't time have the, could, the, the the hardware wasn't up to par. Right.
2: You know, so. It's like chapter two, right after you finished the bombing. run, I saw a little bit of that, and Midgar's destroyed, right? Right. Because of this bomb, and that's where we see the flashback in the trailer to Nibelheim. Right. So instead of this information dump, and I'm, I'm glad, Midgar,
3: I'm glad they they waited to put that into the game I'm, for us. I'm,
2: so glad too, because oh first man, one, the first one was literally just exposition dump. If, if I own. would have
3: had that that's that demo that the YouTubers are playing, I would play nothing but that until the game came out. Me too.
2: But like the whole exposition dump of Sephiroth comes after you leave Midgar. That's like ten hours of the game into the in the original one, and then everyone goes to an inn and it's like an hour long and just listening to Cloud talk about what happens to Sephiroth and how he burned his home down and he's going to kill him and get revenge. And this one, it's immediately after this first chapter. He sees the Midgar on fire because of what they did—not really, but what they did—and all of a sudden, like it's almost
3: like
0: PTSD he, yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly.
2: Like he he pans and like this doesn't look like Midgar anymore. And then it's you realize, oh, this is he's having flashback too.
0: Are you worried with this being what six games, five six games, probably?
2: They're saying
3: like
0: three it'll be, it'll three. Be, okay. Three, three. Are you worried that the combat's going to get stale or not evolve over time and you're telling the same story over that time like I don't know how you can really change the game over the next two games. Well, are you worried yeah, that's going to fuck it up and we're Yes we're gonna... and no.
2: I I the issues you have with combat I didn't have. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So like the combat is not a problem for me. What what I'm nervous about is because this is just one city, and then the game really changes after you leave Midgar in the original. Because it's, you know, you just it's like a Resident Evil game up until then, where it's just frames of, of an image, and then you see your little three D model running around. And then when you leave Midgar, it's open world, and you can pan the map around, and you can go wherever you want to. That I'm worried about because I don't know how they're going to handle it i have a million questions still hmm. about story about game mechanics how they're going to change if they're going to change them up because it requires a change because the, well the that's one thing up. like what,
0: what if what if someone comes up with something that's like wow that fucking works even better than what we thought and so they change the game like kind of like how uh like the original batman arkham plays a certain way but if you go to like maybe a new shadow of war or something combat's much better in those games than mm. they were even in the I game. don't so what if see they...
3: that happening with this one
0: but would, would you be upset though like I'm just curious on I would be a
3: little upset but I w- I think I would still roll with it I'm
0: hmm. just curious since it would have to be the same story
2: so it's like have, have you, you really seen any the of the like...
3: videos of the summons though of course I have oh my god
2: if it looks so damn
3: cool. I know I'm
0: so pumped you guys are so fucking weird yeah I know <laughs> It, it it seems like if I didn't play the original seven, I'm not gonna care about this as much. I have a problem with that too. I mean, all these nuances and things that you guys really appreciate, I'm not gonna be able to get that.
2: But it, the narrative will still be there intact and whole. They they're not gonna omit stuff like it's well, be- I I, just from I, what I we've seen
3: of the demo. I I have good feelings about where it's going
0: i
2: don't don't want them to omit stuff but it's not that you need to you need it it's just it's there for the hardcore people to it's just an an extra little layer of appreciation but it doesn't detract if you didn't know about it
0: the way i think about it is like resident evil 2
2: right i didn't play the original oh
0: okay and i did but I got the same amount. Like there's, we're not ta- I when I came to Resident Evil Two, I'm not saying, oh, but you missed this. Like this would have been so much better if you had, had if you had already played the original. I wasn't coming at you with a bunch of that stuff mm-hmm. because it didn't matter if you played that one. You guys are coming at me with some of that stuff already in just the demo. So I'm not gonna be. I feel like I'm not gonna have that full appreciation. I'm like wow, they did this different. They did. I was like, there's so much of the nuanced stuff. Like they, and they don't have that in Resident Evil Two. It's kind of a bummer for me, but again, that's not a huge problem. Like, like I'm saying, none of these are huge problems. These are just problems I have.
2: We could also they're just they're tiny issues. We could also get together and play just the Midgar section of. Say, I would not. The I, I can't
0: imagine I would care. Like, PlayStation One shit has aged really badly. Yes, like, it's
3: pretty... it's still worth the playthrough, though. I still love the game. I don't know, maybe I'm just weird. You are like weird. we're like <laughs>
2: we're like we're obviously gonna go into a bias toward it, but.
0: No, no, I get it. Like, I, I did not hate it. from, like I said, what, I, I, like, from what
2: you've seen, like, you can tell that they took their time with I do. this. I get yeah, There's I, love I, and I, polish that went into this game. There is, except mo- for the, running the, through
0: police barricades for no fucking that reason. Almost, <laughs> that
2: almost kind of makes me feel bad for like Kingdom Hearts because it was like, oh, this is why Tetsuya Nomura <laughs> wasn't quite fully focused did on you, Kingdom Hearts did 3. They did
0: not, they did not, no, the, I'm not going to, I would never make that argument that you guys are making for Final Fantasy right now for Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, just be like... Yeah, there is is none of that
0: care in it. No, there isn't. You're right. Sherby, you're still here?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was going to ask you guys if you want to talk about Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. hey. (laughs) Hey, I'm glad you've been here for the last half an hour. (laughs) You don't think
0: it'd be better if I had a jump button? Hmm. You may not not miss that there's a jump button, but you don't think it'd be better if there was a jump button?
2: I don't. The reason I don't is because... It would just feel like a jackass. It would just be jumping everywhere and like mid combat. Like You said this. it doesn't
0: take itself seriously though. Like, why would you feel stupid doing that if, it, if you're fighting a house
2: later? Well, it's just me like in, <laughs> in, in gaming in general. <laughs> I gotta fight a house, but I can't that's jump while I do it. Like, again, nitpick. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a nitpick. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it is a nitpick.
0: <laughs> for me. It, oh, yeah. For, no, for, no, for, you know, for, for me. me, for a jump. I don't, that's like, I don't know, man. I really, I really want that fucking jump, and it just bugs the shit out of me. Do other Final Fantasies not have a jump? Like the newer, no. the new combat ones like that. Nope, fifteen doesn't have a jump, or it does have a jump.
3: I don't remember.
0: Thirteen doesn't have a jump.
2: Nope. Well, it does, but it's pointless because it's turn based.
0: I never played thirteen. I thought thirteen was real time combat. I never played thirteen. I can't. Well, speak
2: well to it's that it's, one. okay, so it's real time combat, but like the map is, you can jump, but there's no reason to jump. Once you enter combat, you can't jump anymore. Yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you have the world map, and you can great input. You okay, can, I you can, can s- jump, but then once you encounter Mysterio. an enemy, it goes that the transitions like Final Fantasy does, and then you're all standing there, and then the jump is your command. So literally, jumping is get a get a treasure chest. That's you have to jump to two okay. but it's not like
0: a part of the combat. See, you know, what, what, I, I would say that a jump would be instrumental in combat here, but I get, it's not like I couldn't get it done. I did it just fine without a jump. Like it's, it works just fine. Like it's not like that. And I don't know. I feel like you can't choose between hack and slash or strategy. You know what it feels like? Do you ever play, uh, the Bureau XCOM? Yes. It feels like I that. you strategy it, it, a shooter? It, yeah. It's like pick one. And I, that was a reason I hated that game.
2: I can see it. Like that's why I like, I Mass they...
0: that's why I like Mass Effect two better than one because it focuses much more on the shooting than it does of uh, strategic placement of the people and using their powers. Right. I just want you to pick one. Like if you have elements of that with a grid, but it, man, it just fucking slows down so much. And I, again, these are minor things though. It, I overall, I did enjoy it quite well, and it was fun to see Austin very happy. He's like, "Oh my god, this is so fucking cool." I was like, "What is?"
2: Has <laughs> he played the original? Yeah, he yeah
0: he loves the original. Yeah.
2: Nice.
0: Yeah, I think but that's... he he didn't he didn't like that. Uh, oh, I don't know about this either. I it felt like there wasn't an invincibility window on the dodge. I don't know if there is or not. There's not.
2: But I <laughs> see. hack and then, has that. And then, see, that's the thing for me too. Is uh, it screwed me up a little bit at first because I was playing it like a Souls game. Yeah,
0: I I because it makes but, you feel like you can, and it and it's not.
2: And and I struggled myself with that for about a day. And I here's the conclusion I came to. I was like. In the original Final Fantasy, and then this is why I, I'm i like, okay, I'm fine with it now. Because you have to know when to dodge and when to block, right? Right. In the original Final Fantasy, it's turn-based. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you hit them, they hit you, and then your bar fills. So you're taking damage in seven regardless. And I was going into this, playing it like a Souls game where I if I was good enough, I would never take damage. That's just not possible. And I, and I think... It, and I think and slash it is, though. Like, that's... That's what I mean. And and, and that's kind of more of the strategy element where it's like you have to know when to manage your healing and and stuff so... Like if I'm good enough at these kind of games like I'm
0: I'm, I'm building my AT your your meter up and I'm switching between the guys or whatever I'm utilizing both well I shouldn't be getting my fucking ass rocked and have to go into potions and shit. That just bugs the fuck out of me.
2: I can see that. But again like... But that was my conclusion like I said is like in the original you can't dodge it's yeah you take it you're gonna take damage so so if you're gonna
0: give if you're not gonna give me a dodge window with it though right
2: well okay fair enough
0: like with like a parry too
2: why do you have three buttons
0: doing the same shit give me a fucking parry in there too like god damn it man well i mean (laughs)
2: cloud's operator mode kind of like a parry say that again cloud's operator mode is kind of like a parry
0: yeah oh yeah because yeah okay yeah you're right i did that too i did like switching between those two modes
2: there's, like I said, it's not bad nice layer of depth to it because it's like range guys all of a sudden you're going to swap back from Punisher to Operator or even when you're in Punisher mode and you roll it automatically swaps to Operator like there's, see there's, I like being in Punisher
3: depth. mode just because you got that it's just such nice fucking damage yeah, <laughs> I did that, that, like it automatically like, switched oh, automatic. you back into
0: right, when you did the dodge too I was like ooh that's a nice yes. fucking function yes that I don't know. I just like that
3: automatic, devastating repo, repost. You know, yeah. Um, after a parry, that that was fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, because awesome was getting bugged every time they, uh, the giant scorpion thing would shoot those missiles. And he's like, he goes, "I can't avoid these." I was like, I couldn't either. Yeah, you just I was like, just I was, like, just, I was like, do what you can, yeah. you mitigate the damage as much as you can. Yep. I was like, I couldn't either. That bugged him too. Even and he even likes Final Fantasy, but again, I don't know.
2: I think it was. I think it's very intentional.
0: I don't, well, I don't disagree with you that it isn't but
2: <laughs> That being said,
3: <laughs> that
1: We played being Final Fantasy <laughs> said, Dear fucking god you guys did.
2: And we are bringing it over and you're going to try it out.
1: Yes, I will try it out. Yes. I will play it. Did you play the original 7? A little bit.
2: Yeah.
0: What's a little bit? Like? I'll
1: bring my PlayStation over part of the first disc. I don't remember. It was a long time ago.
0: Cuz I I, mean, I played part of the original. Yeah. I mean,
1: it was a long time ago though. I don't remember.
0: I wonder if it'll hit for you.
1: I guess we'll have to see.
0: No, like like these nuanced moments that they get. I wonder if it'll don't hit know. for you. As as Probably not. They won't.
1: Probably not. <laughs> I can no. tell.
0: Them. No chances. No. <laughs> no. Fair
1: enough. No. So with that said, thanks so much for tuning into this episode of What We're Playing. We've been going on here uh, quite a while on this one, actually. So good job, guys. <laughs> really, really. Like way way to do it. Way to do <laughs> it. Uh, don't Sorry to... for being
2: passionate about a video game. <laughs> I'll join a yeah. gaming podcast oh, yeah. how fucking dare you I'll join a movie podcast next week <laughs> talk about slamming salmon
0: I just watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that movie's dog shit it's not good at <laughs> all uh, I, that's like my least favorite
2: Tarantino film it
0: might be one of the worst movies I've seen how you doing
2: hey that dog fucked people up at the end though
0: <laughs> I do like him fucking taking the that <laughs> <flame laughs> thing.
2: the last 15 minutes of the movie were fantastic that's my only
0: part that I like about that movie <laughs> you want to do a movie podcast, (laughs) (laughs) T-shirt? We broke well. We broke (laughs) well. You want to watch Frozen 2? I'm not even going to do the outro. You guys have a good night. (laughs) (laughs) Later.